Namaste. This is Maya Tiwari with episode 12 of my podcast called Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. Today I will be talking about the art of the fast. In these times of crisis, where we are reunited together as humanity with the threads of fragility and chaos all weaving a new future for us. Let us look at the simple sutra aphorism of less is more. Indeed, less has always been much more than we know or thought. In this time when we may be feeling deprived, isolated, and insulated, I would like to remind myself and therefore each other that we can do some very special sadhanas for ourselves in this time. For years I had observed the Ekadashi fast, which is part of the Vedic traditional way of fasting with the 11th day of the waxing moon and the 11th day of the waning moon. Ekadashi simply means 11, but in the fasting sadhana it implies much more than the 11th day of both of the light and dark cycles of Mother Moon. I will introduce to you officially Ekadashi. Many of the sadhakas and practitioners I have trained have taken to this practice as a living tradition in the life of their sadhana practice. I myself have done this for many, many years. And then realized something very important when I stopped doing it. The body had become traumatized from one of the processes I had spoken of, of become, becoming a target for some very untoward and unsalubrious and unwholesome things in the area in which I live. But I don't want to talk about that today. What I want to talk about is that I had acquired some trauma in my tissue. That's a human natural thing to do when you're being put upon by violence. And I realized that I was no longer pulled to doing the fasting twice, three times, four times on a monthly basis during Ekadashi. Usually it's twice, but I say three and four times because Ekadashi, we generally would officially start the evening before Ekadashi and then continue on through that day and then into the evening, into the next day uh, to really be doing it in an impeccable way. But getting back to it, I realize that when we are being traumatized, when our tattoos and vital tissues and the memories associated with them are being traumatized by, it can be any form of violence, it could be illness, it could be 
the, the community violence, it could be violence in the home, it could be domestic violence, it could be depression, it could be... Because any form of vitiation in our everyday balance creates some form of violence. But getting back to that, when the tissues are being traumatized, it's very difficult to do extreme practices. And when I say extreme practices, fasting is not extreme, but it is a, it's an elongated practice. It's a practice that is deeper than simply uh, not fasting. And so in one of the sessions coming up, I will be talking about how we can best serve our tissue memory, our cellular memory, our entire body, mind, spirit, when we are feeling and being traumatized. But for this session, we will just, well, just say that we are in the normal throes of life, in, a, in an abnormal situation, and that we are going to be looking at Ekadeshi as a way of fasting twice monthly, at the most appropriate time, because fasting at any time can help and serve us. But fasting during Ekadeshi, well, that is a matter that the Rishis and Vedic seers have spoken so much of and have told us about this tapasya or austerity. They tell us that observing fast and, of course, the necessary silence that normally comes with fasting, that state of restfulness, during the appropriate lunar days, strengthen our sense of not only personal discipline, but our cosmic relationship to Mother Earth. In other words, we learn to live in the embrace of Dharma. We attract the spiritual and emotional, physical health and fulfillment that we so desire. As humans, we are equipped with a cosmic anatomy, as you know from my work which functions through the cyclical rhythms of Mother Earth, and in particular with the lunar turn of the wheel. Each month brings us two optimum days to lighten our load and cultivate excellent health, and that is by fasting during Ekadeshi. We call these days Ekadeshi, as I said before, a time when we can effortlessly curl back mind and spirit, and reunite with the divine source. In the Vedic calendar, which is based on the movement of the Kala Chakra, or you may understand it as the lunar cosmic wheel, each year has 12 lunar months, and each approximately month with 30 days. The lunar cycle is calculated by its waxing and waning phases, meaning the dark moon, the light moon phase and the dark moon phase, with approximately 15 days in each phase. Sanskrit, Ekadashi, Eka means one, Dashi means ten, in other words, the 11th day of the waxing moon and the 11th day of the waning phase of the moon. Essentially, in each month, there are two days with the same numerical number or dates and are the auspicious days to observe fasting and other acts of healing, usually austerities. 
During the manner in which Ekadeshi is positioned in relationship to sunrise, this fast may sometimes be observed on Dwadashi, which is the day after Ekadeshi, and sometimes during the tenth day as well, the, dish, the, the day before Ekadeshi. To simply track the exact date, I will be providing you with a link to downloading the Ekadeshi calendar for 2020. But right now, let us look more into these two very appropriate optimum time for lessening, lessening, lightening, allowing the digestive system to have a rest while the body and all of its cellular activity reorganize itself, the body reorganizes itself so that we may be able to continue to feel lighter, be lighter, attract more light to our mind, to our physiological and psychological and psychic functions. Very important during this time. You may only be able to do a semi-fast during Ekadashi, and that's fine. As I said, when one is feeling traumatized, when one has trauma in their tissue, when one is feeling put upon, overly worried, overly concerned, overly stressed, it's very difficult to do the perfect fast. And the Vedic wisdom is of such that we do not even recommend that you do the perfect fast. You can semi-fast with herbal teas, like lavender tea or raspberry leaf tea or dandelion leaf tea or rose, organic rose, petal tea, jasmine tea, even green tea. Or you may choose to do water with lime or lemon juice. Or you may choose to have just a little bit of fruit juices, but not in the no circumstances does Ayurveda recommend a lot of fruit juices all the time or, or on its own, meaning alone, just drinking fruit juices all day. You may even have a, a, a broth, a vegetable broth, if you need something warmer than just the tea. But we do not use grains, and there's a specific reason why we don't use grains during Ekadeshi. We don't use breads or grains uh, or, or heavy meals. So let's continue on by talking about how to create. Mm, we talk about our emotional state during the time we're going to fast. And just like we made a commitment to the vow of Ahimsa to guide us through these difficult passages in our lives, and even when the passage becomes simpler, we still use these incredible sadhanas. Let us talk a little bit about how wonderful it would be to create a space around you that holds you with warmth and comfort and love so that you can begin to do your fast. 
we always need to support our energies during a time of retreat. So it means we want to clear out the clutter from around the space we are living in. Do some deep cleaning of the home. But definitely start by clearing out the northeastern corner of your home, which, which is the directional position that we put our altars in, really because of that corner of, of Ishana, the, of the light coming in from the north and from the east into the home. That's the direction from which all light pours in. And I'm talking about the essential light, Ojas. I'm talking about the illumination of, of what is in our astral plane. You may want to set up an altar space if you don't have one, but it's not essential. But it keeps a memory of how the light enters our home. The ghee lamp is so beautiful to put on a little table in that corner, if not a beeswax or a natural candle. A deity of your choice or the picture of your deity and your guru or a picture of an elder in your an ancestor or a living elder. So we have that corner taken care of. Fasting is profound way that we can bring back tranquility to the body before the mind is at ease and at peace. We must first work with the body. More than eliminating food or losing weight or, or having our complexion be with glow, we're looking to pause, not just only for the digestive system and to regroup our gut biome, but we are really looking just to bring light into the system. Slowing down the metabolism, the digestion, letting the vital tissues and organs rest. This is so necessary if we are to maintain excellent physical, emotional and spiritual health. So observing the fast on both of the 11th days in the month is ideal. So therefore, we will have a moon calendar. Everyone must get a moon calendar and keep track of the moon. It's wonderful if you live where you can actually see the moon at night and you can correlate the moon phases with your calendar so that you become more established in your knowledge of the moon cycles. But at the very least, you need to have a current moon calendar. So you can see when the moon is waning, when it's becoming slimmer and slimmer, when it's waxing, when the belly is growing bigger and bigger. Very important. So from the full moon, counting 11 days, as it begins to wane, that 11 days called Ekadeshi, and then counting the new moon, or the dark moon, then the new moon. That from that sliver where, where it grows into this incredible fulcrum of fullness. Eleven days from the sliver of the moon is another Ekadeshi. It's very simple, really. And an Ekadeshi calendar that gives you the Ekadeshi fasting days from our Vedic tradition 
Uh, so many websites are there, so many links are there, but we'll try and produce one for you at the end of this talk. You will be able to easily step into the mood and the sadhana of doing your Ekadeshi. You can do a complete fasting with just water, warm water or room temperature water, good quality water. If unable to do the complete fast, as I mentioned earlier, you could do a fasting with warm ginger tea, fresh ginger or, or, or dry ginger powder and water or lemon juice and water or lime and water. Or if you can't do that, then basically teas, herbal teas. Uh, try not to use uh, too much sugar or jaggery or even honey during this time. Semi-fasting you can also do a bit of fruits if you'd like. And many also use organic, wonderful cow's milk warm with spices like cardamom, cinnamon and nutmeg in it and water it down tad with some warm water almost like a tea or a chai. A herbal chai is also fine. What we are going to strictly though not use, and I say strictly because we, not, we do not want to have too much digestive agni ablaze in our body during this time. We're going to avoid all the grains, beans and vegetables, spices, oils, ghees, sugars, and any prepared foods or cooked foods for that matter. So you spend the day also it is very important that we do activities that are in sync with our time for fasting. Meaning we are not going to go out and play football or soccer or or do a five mile run, we need to understand that to flow in synchronicity with fasting, it is a more retreatful, restful, quieter time for us. After fasting, it's, it's ideal to break the observance by doing a simple, wonderful, glass of warm water the next day. If, you're, if you start your fast on the night, the 10th night of the moon, waxing and waning moon, and then go flow in through the 11th or Ekadeshi day, that's great. If you want to break the fast in that evening, that's fine. But only do so with some broth and hot broth and vegetarian broth, of course. Uh, and warm water and warm teas, ginger tea, whatever, just to start clearing uh, armor or any toxicity from the system uh, and any loneliness as well from that day of fasting. And the very next day you can begin to have a light meal. And when I say a light meal, we're talking about um, something that you could make with millet or quinoa or in very, very soft millet with a little bit of ghee in it. Or, of course, the classical Ayurveda kichidi, without too many spices, though. A little bit of coriander, cumin, a little bit of ginger, 
fresh ginger. Otherwise, uh, that's uh, basmati or jasmine rice with little split mung, some ghee, little tiny bit of salt. You know how to prepare that wonderful, wonderful khichdi. The time of Ekadishi, if we're looking at when it occurs, we can go to certain sites, Vedic sites like BAPS. I will let me get that for us. Uh, but in the meantime, I will give you the dates for 2020. And if you want to just take a pen and pencil and mark them down quickly until you can get to a site for downloading the Ekadashi 2020 calendar, that would be greater timetable. Now, Ekadashi is spelled E-K-A-D-A-S-H-I and it's called the Ekadashi Vrat, V-R-A-T, or fasting. And I will just start from where we are in May. The next upcoming Ekadashi day happens on May 17th and May 18th. After that, June 1st, then again on June 16th, and then again on July 1st. After that, July 16th, and then July 30th. August 14th, August 28th, September 13th, September 27th, October 12th, October 26th, November 11th, November 25th, December 10th, and December 25th. There are 25 days in all in the year of 2020 that are Ekadashi days. And these are the remaining days of the year when we can have the greatest amount of benefit from observing a fast or semi-fasting. Ekadishi. There's also a mantra. There's so many mantras we can do. But we are always revering, paying our homage to Lord Vishnu during the Ekadashi. And one of Vishnu's mantra for Ekadashi would be Om Namo Bhagavate. Vasudevaya. I will write about the link for the Ekadashi, which you can download, along with this mantra in the actual Buzzsprout. Uh, uh, we're using Buzzsprout for the podcast. And so on that page that has a little description of each of my podcasts, I will be sure to enter the link along with this mantra. In the meantime, P.
Peace be your journey. And I will chant the mantra a few times so that you have it all down pat and you may continue reciting it and then using it during your Ekadashi fast. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 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 Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya